with all that's been going on being home, uh, I have noticed, I'm sure this is a point of reflection for a lot of people. Man, it's been a couple of weeks, and I find that I've just been like imbibing more than usual. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, me too. In, it's like I in, every day I'm like, I tell Susie, I'm like, oh, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, but then the date gets away from me so fast, so it actually is past 5 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess we really can drink. <laughs> yeah, I asked Alexa to play um, It's 5 o'clock somewhere, and uh, Lindsay goes, well, that's daddy's time. <laughs> and I thought, great, now it's become this regular thing. <laughs> but uh, have I ever told you my my ingredients or my my recipe for an old-fashioned? No, I'd love to hear it. So it's really I, good. I would love to know if Addison approves. Have you ever talked to Addison about your uh... <sighs> man? I still have that app installed on my phone. It's a great it doesn't, app. I don't. Yeah, I it, I don't want to. I don't want to lose that application. Oh, they are they not I, serving it anymore in no, the app store? They're not. They're not offering it. Oh, bummer. So very useful. It is. Um, old sport, by old the way. Old sport. Now, uh, the way that I make it is, I'll take a quarter teaspoon. Or sometimes if you're feeling really adventurous with sugar, you can do a half a teaspoon, throw that in into the bottom of your, your rocks glass, and then a splash of water, and then whatever type of bitters, two or three splashes in there. And then you have to mix that up first. So you're effectively making simple syrup in this, mm-hmm. right? But it's got the it's it's got all all the ingredients in there. Then once that's all clear, you've got no granules of your sugar left in there, then you can throw in, I'd say about two ounces of your bourbon, but you want to do a um, a blended bourbon or a blended um, scotch whiskey, something like that. You don't want a, a single malt. That's something that's reserved more for, you know, something with a sipping with some ice cubes. Yeah, sipping. Then uh, the most important part, David, uh, yes. to me is the garnish. I, I Even when I was in the restaurant business, I was all about presentation. <laughs> and the way that I top mine off is I will, I'll drop in a cherry, a maraschino cherry, and then I will take, we have a lovely orange tree in our backyard that I'll take um, some of the rind off of. And then I'll rub that around the rim. And then you, what you do is you kind of twist it. And then the the orange oils will kind of drift off into the, into the drink yes. and then you can drop it in. Great. That last little step, I mean, you can just summarize that as a splash, turn, twist. Ah. <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> and there it is, man. That's it. I That's love what it. This you know has what amounted to is that I'm, I'm, I'm so trying all you, these different things. Yeah, I'm so glad you came up with it because I was thinking, I actually text a bartender buddy of mine who is currently not working. Um, he's actually vlogging a lot. Uh, let me look up his uh, his YouTube because he just launched a YouTube page where he's talking to other people that work in the service industry while everyone's closed. Um uh, let me see. His name is. Uh, let me see if he uses his name on his. Uh, his personal name. Yeah. Uh, okay. I see him. Zach Zoshki is his name. He's got 82 subscribers. And yeah. So I I text him, uh, and I was like, so we're doing the song Splash Turn Twist. Is there anything you know as a bartending professional, um, a, a drink that includes those terms or three different preparations of a drink? And the closest we got was. Um, that you could uh, 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 margarita can be prepared uh, with a twist or with a splash of OJ. But the turn term, he was like, I mean, maybe you could refer to something that's upside down, um, but you can't really like uh, do an upside down margarita uh, uh, really. And uh, I don't even really know what that means. But anyway, and so I Googled it, right? 
And uh-huh. uh, I came across an article, and maybe you did, um, from oliversmarket.com. Um, and it says, Vermouth makes a splash. But the only thing is this article just includes the words splash, turn, and twist. <laughs> <laughs> Separately. Yeah. Right. And so uh, that's the, the I believe that's the only, yeah, that's the only time the word splash shows up is in the headline. Vermouth makes a splash. This is from April 15th, 2016. Tax day. So everyone wants to drink, I guess. Um, yeah. And obviously they talk about twists. They say uh, using Moscato wine as its base, Cochi uh, Vermouth de Torino has vibrant notes of citrus, cocoa, rhubarb, and a balanced bitter undertone. Serve this over ice with a twist of lemon or, or orange. So I said, okay, I've got splash. I've got twist. Um, and actually, it shows up a couple more times with uh, some recipes in there. Um, and so I was like, okay, what about turn? Is turn showed up as it being in this article? And it's not great. It says, once vermouth <laughs> is exposed to air, it will start to oxidize and the flavor will start to turn. And Zach confirmed that, yes, uh, vermouth is finicky in that way that it will sour so uh unfortunately i mean uh, i guess if you consider the lyrics of the song uh the the turn of something going sour could work um but uh yeah i don't know it what could do you i'm excited to get into down that this rabbit hole for sure so there is um, yeah and and um i was trying to think of something it, mainly in the vein of um of, of alcohol because I that was my first thought too. A splash, turn, twist. What comes to mind is some kind of garnish, um, and then I thought, hey, my old fashioned has you drop and you know the cherry in, in there. It splashes, and then the the tough one was the turn where you got to turn the orange around the rim, oh, and then yes, the last yes, thing yes. is when you twist it and then you release all the oils, mm-hmm. the orange oils in there. And I thought, hey, that works. Let's go with that. I didn't want to overthink it, you know. I just yeah, didn't no, want to spend I too much you, time trying to think. I thought it you me. got in there very eloquently, uh, well, and I'll send you. a link to Zach and see what he has to say. Um, so I do want to do a little housekeeping from two episodes ago um, when David stepped in, and there was one thing I didn't bring up last week, which was that I love touching on this making of documentary from the Believe in What You Want DVD. So I just sent you at eight minutes forty five seconds into the link I just sent you. They actually talk about how they crafted that song in particular. So I didn't know if you want to take a quick listen, go back down memory lane eight. for if you don't, don't. Um, gotcha. And this is eight, uh, eight minutes and 45 seconds. Eight, I, I at least wrote down that it was eight minutes, 45 seconds into this video. Okay, let's um, go. Here we go. There was this guy who lived in, um, in, uh, in Phoenix named Roger. And he's, he's like, he played drums with some, uh, some of like the, Groups of people around town. I was at some show or something, and he 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 said, "Yeah, we should jam, man. I'm moving to L.A. in a month or so." I was like, "Yeah, that'd be cool." And I was trying to think about what I should play with him because he he was really into, uh, or at least I, I I I thought he was really into like uh, you know like English rock and roll, like uh, you know Brit pop. I was like, "Well, maybe I could do something uh, you know kind of more sort of like frantic, more Buzzcocks kind of." Uh, uh, like a wedding present, early wedding present, kind of like, kind of like how sweetness is. So it kind of started out with more like a frantic strumming, strumming pace, like. Kind of, kind of more like that, which which I think it, it kind of, it, it gets to in the choruses later on, but um, after turning into it, after turning it into a tune, it, uh, 
it, it just kind of slowed down to. Man, it sounds so just like the record. Everything kind of comes I know. in. It's so like gorgeous. I was sitting in the, God, sitting in the room, actually, physically turning the, uh, as Tom was playing, physically turning the, uh, the, uh, yeah. Turning the delay time up and down so it would, you know, make that sort of, uh, that sort of, uh, I don't know, kind of spacey, kind of Valentine, kind of like, a, you know, it's kind of another instance like Zach was saying about, you know, just, Whatever it takes to get the sound, you know, sometimes it's hitting a two by four against the wall. So good. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was worth saying that. And then they play that isolated part with the bizarre love triangle progression in there. Oh, it's so Ooh. good. And I don't know. It's funny he names drops the wedding present because they did cover a wedding present song. Yes, they um, did. And that was on Disintegration. Was that on Disintegration? Um, or on the um, uh, Stay by Stay on My Side Tonight? Um, Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the... Uh, a different they uh, do so many covers that i didn't yeah. even know were covers so i mean we'll get to it um and i could google it right now but that's not what this pod's about right, right. <laughs> um but now i want to talk about the bizarre love triangle part because oh i love that progression it's so like you had even texted to me like what it was you're like one four three two whatever that is <laughs> um, i don't remember that, that probably wasn't even what it was but then it reminds me that I covered Bizarre Love Triangle last year yes, for uh, a compilation. And I fell in love with that progression. I love it so much. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I I, I couldn't. Uh, I I didn't want to go too much longer before we mentioned that. And now we can talk about if you not if you don't don't. I'm reading my notes. Sorry. And uh, now <laughs> we can talk done. about Splash Turn Twist. <laughs> yes. Now what I did like about Splash Turn Twist when I went on to song meetings was that the ma- a majority of the comments on there. The uh, the introspective comments and uh, their analyses they didn't fit with mine. So I had oh. I have a yeah I have what I think is I, you know judging from where we started with this and and what you're asking your your bartender buddy I have a feeling that we go down the same path with this. But a lot of people were just um, mentioning. Let me go back. I didn't save anything. Let me just open it up and go back to page one. Uh, highest rated here. Yeah, see, a lot of this is just, it's a dialogue on this, right? It's a dialogue on clarity. Like, how do you follow up clarity? Right, 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 right. That's a lot of that. And then you start getting in, it might even be on page two, you start getting into stuff that actually is uh, relevant to this. Um, But okay, I have to agree with Blue Dream Flyer and say that this song is about a guy who likes a beautiful girl and well, she probably doesn't treat him that nicely. Heartache sucks. Uh, And I guess that's kind of where I'm going with my, assessment of this of this track it's a pretty song um again jim with these lyrics i'm assuming that he wrote this right 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 so i mean uh, it has you know, about five lyrics in it <laughs> yeah and then it is i've never seen a chorus five times in a row yeah it seems like it here's the thing it is a good song i think it's fine i think it's really fine that it was left off the record i'm very surprised at how much people love it and again it's a great song. There's nothing wrong with it. However, when you put it up against 
the rest of Bleed American, it sounds like a song that's an idea that's not done, that's not fully fleshed out. Uh, right? Like, it, yeah, it's it's like they hit these other areas and then they just come back to the chorus. And well, uh, I did also read a comment of someone saying that if they had included this on the record, it would have been their hands down best um, best album. But I know what you're saying. There's a lot of heavy hitters on Bleed American, and I think that they slimmed that one down perfectly. Mark Trombino, when he produced that, made some some strong cuts. This was one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, for this one to be off of it. But what they were left with was was an ideal uh, album at the time. And yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't. Uh, I don't feel like this. Th- this is. I'm glad that they released this, and they released it at the level of mixture and mastering um, where it was. I mean, right. it sounded. It sounds great. Yes, and I, I. I see that it showed up in a bunch of different places. So on the bonus version of the album in the liner notes, um, it talks about how it's produced by Mark Trombino and Jimmy Eat World, uh, engineered and mixed by Mark Trombino, and it says issued on the middle and more EP. Uh, from DreamWorks in 2001, and then it was also released uh, as a Japanese bonus track for the album, and then a 2008 re-release bonus track, and then it was on the Firestarter EP, track 204, and then it was on the Wedding Wedding Crashers soundtrack, track 4 of 14, and um, I'll get into more about that, but it does not appear in the film. And none of the, right, none of these... Uh, instances of this track has it ever changed right it's the same no however the name (laughs) of it is all over the place (laughs) in terms of like how it's listed in many different places so it's uh and this goes back to when we launched our preview episode minty 901 who we know from reddit had also commented in the uh when i had posted about the the pod in the Chorus FM forums, Minty901 is also in there as Minty901, and he corrected me on the parenthetical thing after our preview episode went live, and I have a link to it here. What did I he say? I remember that. He says, FYI, Splash Turn Twist arguably has parentheses, sometimes st- styled as Splash, comma, Turn, Ampersand, Twist, but I think the parentheses styling is the proper one. And I think he's right, but I've seen it, and this could be my weird metadata. I have all kinds of effed up metadata, uh, even though I did try to make it perfect, I have a version of this song in my iTunes library that's credited to the band Chevelle. And so I hit play on it and it's actually the song, The Most Beautiful Things. So it's an all around metadata fail for me. Whoa. But so we've got parentheses, splash, turn, twist, and then splash, comma, turn and twist and then splash, comma, turn. Oh, splash, comma, twist and turn splash, comma, turn, comma, twist. It's just, what's the right thing? I think the parentheses is the right one, but. Yes, and I actually changed all, when I set my stuff up, I thought, oh, splash, turn, twist. I didn't remember uh, the parentheses, so I put everything in uh, just like comma separated them. Uh And I had to go back because I'm so (laughs) obsessive about this. I went back and changed all of the file types and and, uh, file names and then the the folders to this (laughs) splash with no commas whatsoever. Yes. And thankfully, I can still I can include parentheses in my file names. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I do agree that the the no commas with the parentheses around splash is the proper way. Yes, uh, and I I have this down as track fourteen of the deluxe edition. Yeah, track fourteen one. So of thirty two. Yeah, right. 
But is it track 14 on the deluxe edition disc one? Is that the last track? Do you know that? It is the the last track. And you know what? I'm going to do it. Give me literally 10 seconds. I'm going to walk over and grab my vinyl and I'll walk back over here. Hold on. Sure thing. Because I originally had this as track number 14 of 14. And then I look on Wikipedia and Wikipedia says, oh, this is a deluxe edition, but there's two discs. And I saw that both discs altogether are 32 tracks. So I figured I would just edit my stat and say, you know what? This is track 14 of 32. I'm not going to say that this is just <laughs> of disc one because disc one and disc two are part of the deluxe edition. Well, this is, oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, my Sundown. And then, no, it, it's track three on side C of the vinyl. So, Jeez. yeah, you get all the way. So side A, side B, ends with, side B ends with My Sundown, the final track on Bleed American, track 11. Then side C, the most beautiful thing. Oh, so 11, 12, 13, 14. So, yeah, it's track 14. But you've got the most beautiful things from the Good to Go EP and no sensitivity from the middle single in Germany and then Splash Turn Twist. And Splash Turn Twist has an asterisk on it, uh, produced by Mark Trombino and Jimmy Eat World. And that's it. That's where it's it's the double um, production yeah. note, as opposed to just Mark Trombino, right? Correct. Weird. Yeah. Huh. There is yeah. a release, I believe, where, it, and I have a link to the Discogs page here. I might as well go to it. Um, where, oh no, this is just Splash, comma, Turn, comma, Twist on the Salt, Sweat, Sugar european single <laughs> where it's track two of four or two of three with a salt sweat sugar video cd-rom <laughs> jeez yeah um i i thought there was a release though where it was right after my sundown but uh, and that might be the japanese release while you're talking i can look yeah now um just i went through all the comments yes. on song meetings and i went down to the end and I don't think it was the absolute last. In fact, I can double check now. Uh, but it was damn close to the last one. Nope, it was the absolute last with a negative two score from Newfound. Oh, yeah, Tom Get Along Kid something Zero. or other. Well, no, this one just says this. This was Newfound Get Up Kids Zero. Oh, Newfound. I think okay, yeah, yeah. This band sucks ass. <laughs> but went out of their way, and they like Newfound Glory and the Get Up Kids. Right. They just don't like. Jimmy I don't know World the Get Up Kids, but I love Newfound Glory. But yeah, not not. I mean, come on, you can't like Newfound Glory and be elitist about Jimmy World. Like, come on. Right. <laughs> um, this was so, almost 20 years ago. I wonder if Newfound yeah, Get Up Kid has changed his tune. Oh, totally. Everybody you know? was a little dick back then. Yeah. Um, and it was the Japanese release. I just checked it. Track 12, uh, right after My Sundown. And this is yes. Splash Turn Twist, all in parentheses, on Discogs Japanese release. Wow. Well, uh, well, Discogs is is a is an issue. You know what? I'm we, sick of people know, saying that. Get, I love Discogs. They are there is you I and Danny navigate think, it, man. Yeah, Danny from uh, uh, City Hawkins Pod also is has his issues with Discogs. I feel like they try to clean it up. Like you can see a lot of their their code review, not the code review, but they'll do. Okay, are we going to agree that this is going to be the final <laughs> album that represents this? I'll, I'll say yay. <laughs> yeah. There is, and I don't know if it's changed, but, like, yeah, the Jimmy Eat World page itself is a lot more clean. Like, there is only one Bleed American I can click on. Now, it does take me to 40 versions of Bleed American, but at least they're all on one page. Right. It's not yeah. on the Jimmy Eat World page. There's not 40 different versions of Bleed American to click on. So, I don't know. Maybe we're watching the revolution of Discogs. 
and hopefully <laughs> they are doing a lot of coding at home uh while they're uh while they're uh safer at home right now <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we've got a lot of time to work on this oh, stuff yeah. i i'm i'm in the middle of editing uh a cooking show with wesley he had a school project today where he had made he made a strawberry milkshake and which so, looks delicious by the way oh oh did you see the video well, I saw the behind the scenes from Susie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she took that video, and then I had a, a a B cam running and a C cam overhead running, and then I went out and shot a show <laughs> open, and then I did a bunch of graphics and After Effects and stuff today. I'll have it up later this week. Anyway, that's, that's the type of stuff we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and you might as well. And it keeps them occupied too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having fun. Um. Uh. Now, so that was essentially what the the song meetings resulted in was that they're. Uh, several of those comments, they mention that it's it's a girl that doesn't treat a guy properly. Yeah, right. And that that's that what is really what it amounts to. However, I have a little bit deeper that that my uh, analysis goes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I what appreciate, do as you, you think? can t- as you probably know, I had no thought about the song at all. So, <laughs> so what would you gather with a turn and a twist? She gets her wish. What do you gather from that line? That she has him at the end of her string. Right. That's, but that's I thought it was a little bit more literal with she could just move her body and get oh, yeah. what she wants, right? But uh-huh. same di- same difference, right? It's it's it, she's got him wrapped around her finger, yeah, right. Um, just a smile makes her who she wants. Uh, that's that line makes me think that this guy is is sort of gaga over her now. Um, uh-huh. But a, a real cool line that comes in there is the smoke from the spark when sulfur hits. Yes, yeah. So originally I thought. Um, you know, you think flame, right? Yep. But then when you think about sulfur, and sulfur is not part of a lighter. No, sulfur is actually part of a match, yes. which makes you think much more, um, if you want to go deep enough with a match, you picture like an old-timey, you know, can I get that for you, milady? And and you light the match, oh, and then sure. you, you yeah, light yeah, it yeah. for her. So what I, what I gather from that is that the guy is also lighting her cigarettes for her. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then it turns into an inspiration, uh, that I think that line, it turns into an inspiration, goes a couple of different ways. And somebody in song meetings has mentions it, that it turns into an inspiration. The guy is outside having a cigarette and then it, contemplating and thinking about overthinking this. Mm-hmm. And that's what that, it turns into an inspiration. But what I gathered from that is that that whole, um, she moves her body. Um, she's got this beautiful smile. She has her cigarette. Um, she is his inspiration, you know, and that's what he comes back to. Uh-huh. So that's that's verse one, and there yeah. are a total of just two of these verses, right? Yes. <laughs> and so then yeah. it comes into: Would you consider that that well, so much for see you around? Is that uh, a pre-chorus, pre-chorus question? That's Mark? what I but have even too. though he doesn't go into the chorus right then. Right, he does do it before the chorus next. It's like a refrain. But no, then I wrote yeah. a refrain as the don't leave me in the trivia is the yes. refrain question mark. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not I don't write I don't write songs properly, but I think you and I had the right idea. That yeah. seems like a pre-chorus. Right. So much for see you around, so much for seeing it all, don't leave me in the trivia. I think aside from so much for see you around and so much for seeing it all, I think you and I can agree that he's left in the lurch with does she like him or not? Really, that's what I gather from "Don't right, leave maybe. me in the trivia." Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. She's, like, uh, don't she's, don't leave me guessing. It's it's a yeah. It's she's a, being very coy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then it gets to where it's a little more obvious that to me that they are that they're drinking and that they're either in a bar because with the splash and a twist, we'll both get pissed, right? Which is pissed a very drunk. European way of saying drunk. Yes, yeah. she was pissed. <laughs> um, and leave after we hear our songs. Totally end of the night. You've got the jukebox going. Yeah, you put on. Um, are you, have you have you invested a, a few dollars into the new jukebox so thing? much? Are you talking about like <laughs> blue tunes or whatever the hell it is? Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Addison before Old Sport, uh we used to hang out at this bar uh with Addison called the 4100 and that was the first place we knew that had it. And uh we would go and essentially take it over cuz we would pay the premium price to put all our songs up front. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, those are good times. That was right. That was like the year before. That was when People Mover was like way happening and uh, before Wes. And that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- Yeah, so much money into those jukeboxes. <laughs> I know. It's so easy. Yeah. And when you're at the location and it just says, hey, you know what? For another couple of bucks, you can round this out and get a free yeah. song. And it's I guess it would seem silly if you're just out on a date night. But when you're with like a group of like 10 other friends like it's a blast <laughs> oh yeah and you give them what do you want to hear next yeah. i can put it after mine yeah so i definitely get um gather that at this point it's the end of the night uh then it goes back into the smoke from the spark having a cigarette after the night's over um she'll just remember she felt something that's kind of him talking to himself saying even though we had the greatest night all that she'll feel is something nothing special mm-hmm. nothing otherworldly just she felt something <laughs> which is about as vanilla as you right. can get with that line i love it not that the line Maybe itself is vanilla he, but just yeah, uh-huh. yeah i just gather that it, he's he's trying to say she felt something as in it's it's as middle of the road as you can get right uh and then yeah, it's essentially maybe, go ahead yeah and then it's the chorus a zillion more times mm-hmm. in different ways i mean it's kind of cool how they do the same words in different ways Yes, um, but uh, by and large, that's the lyrics. Um, it could be that he's being used like he thinks he's maybe at the beginning. He's down to be used because he wants to be with her. And then he realizes, damn, I just got used like or I don't know. And I'm just another guy. If it's not right. me, then somebody else. I wrote down the Sama Jamon. Uh, from song meanings, uh, I think this person had like an interesting way of thinking about splash turn twist. I wrote down this whole comment. Let's see, it's it's about a couple, a couple, but the girl always struggles with getting in and out of relationships with others. Splash equals struggle. Turn equals turn her back on a dude, and twist is twist back to the main guy she was with. When she turns back to be with the main guy, he accepts with a turn and a twist. She gets her wish. He's frustrated because he wants to be with her and she keeps changing her mind. So he smokes. It's the smoke from the spark when the sulfur hits. And then he gets an idea. So this is what you were talking about. Turns into right. inspiration. I kind of think that's a, like an allegory of a match light turning into a light bulb type Ooh. of deal. Um, the inspiration thing. Uh, like, like I guess that's what you're saying. But I think it's like a, a visual gag or a visual uh, turn of phrase, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so he decides to take her out for a drink and tell her uh, that he's done with her games or trivia because then they're drunk. She gets mad and that makes him mad. So after their argument or songs, they leave. So this person's interpreting the word songs as them having an argument, which I think is a huge stretch. But uh, sure. Um, right. He 
uh, the guy decides to smoke again, and now he thinks that she had to have felt something when they argued. With a splash and a twist, we'll both get pissed, and she'll leave. Uh, and leave after we hear our songs, Smoke from the Sparkle and the Silverhead, she'll just remember she felt something. Um, which is also interesting, because that those lines don't rhyme, but they work. Right, <laughs> um, right. Uh, so she goes to meet more guys that don't mean anything to her. You give it a name, and that's how it stay, stays. Ooh, I like that. Uh, and she gets over them, and it goes in a circle for her. Now with a turn and twist, she'll get her wish. You give her a name, and that's how it stays, uh, blah, 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 over and out. Um, so that's what this person, uh, the Sama Jamon, um, said October 25th, 2008. Right. Now, one per- one part, I, I think they 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 did address a lot of the the lines that you and I talked about. But one thing that they didn't mention that I have flagged here is now with a turn and a twist, she gets her wish, give it a name, and that's how it stays. With a turn and a twist, she gets her wish over the threshold, over and out. Right. So what do you gather from – yeah. Right over the threshold. What do you get from that? Uh, it, it makes you think of a, a a man and wife on their wedding night, where he. That's carries my her, first thought. Yeah, yeah, where he carries her over the threshold. Um, so I mean, that's like the the ultimate thing, right? Like, uh, but then the over and out thing. So it's like, the, if you, you couple get, those, I I feel like over the threshold is almost like you've gone beyond the limit over the line. Oh, that makes sense too. Yeah. Right. But my first thought was totally over. This guy wants to get married to this person. She has no desire to get married or he has right. any interest in him in that way. And he's like, over and out. I'm done. I'm yeah. just, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. He's in his mind, he's over the threshold and she's over and out. Yeah. That's tight. I like that. Yeah. So it's essentially, I mean, and so then, then it varies the, the chorus a, a few different times, but, but how I, uh, how I'm seeing this is that it's essentially, is this a song about being put in the friend zone? I guess, yeah. Right? In so many words is um he he wants to go as far as marriage. He's thinking that far ahead, but she is just living in the now. Is this like an incel anthem? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a cool song. Did you I, I don't want to jump ahead to the covers, but when I was searching for this song, um two things about this song. There is a the way that this is produced, they stack Jim's vocals Right. They do it in uh, in steps. There's So there's three different times that I wanted to highlight. And when I was looking for covers, somebody on Bandcamp had actually ripped ripped the vocals and ripped the instrument. Okay, good. Yeah, I found that guy. Is that right? Uh, and get, guess Bruner? which software they used, right? Yeah, that yeah. one you were talking about. Exactly. Um, Spleeter. Spleeter, yes. Yeah. So what I found was his whole there's also... library is mostly Spleeter stuff. I got a... I gotta, um, mention shout out to this so acapella extractor if you go to acapella-extractor.com uh-huh. it's essentially it's a free version of that it 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 uses the same splitter technology so it's an open source library um it's a free service up to seven songs per week so it, i don't know if it tracks your um your ip address or what mm. uh, but it really cool it, i dragged up um splash turn twist and it did a very similar split that oh so um, the you guy- can a b uh, Armac Brunner's uh, or Burner's uh, track with your version. Yeah, and I did listen to the parts that I wanted to highlight in just a moment, and they sound a little bit different. So maybe the uh, the version that this this guy Armac has on his computer that he's running through Python, maybe it has a little bit of a different. Um, uh, I don't know if it's more thorough or what, but I was really impressed for this being a free service acapella extractor. I was very impressed with. 
the quality of, you got to imagine that there's two guitars, there's a bass, there's drums that are being played underneath these vocals. Mm-hmm. And yet, I mean, it does sound very um, digital, but it, the fact that it extracts that out of there is amazing to me. Yeah. You know, so here, let me let me play a couple of bits that I have queued up um, of here it is. So I've got one set to one minute and 27. This is a harm. This is what I consider the initial harmony. And this is the second instance of this. So there's two parts where this this um, harmony is played. And this is the second instance of that. So this is uh, this is the first one. So that one, yeah, yeah. So it's it's Jim, and then underneath they have him singing again, and then it drops out a little bit, a couple of seconds into it. You know, very simple. One Mm -hmm. one steps up, one walks down. And um, but my favorite harmony and the reason why I wanted to extract this was this part at two minutes and 22 seconds. And let me cue this one up. This one sounds and I tried in GarageBand to recreate this. So I wanted to play that for you as well. Um, This sounds like four different vocals. Um, The original, it's got that additional harmony that we listened to just now. And then it's also got what I think is a falsetto up top. And then also um, another mid-level harmony, mm-hmm. but they come in at different times. They stagger. So listen oh. to this: how this how this builds. Yeah, beautiful. And at the end, Jim's vibrato yes. is that he has that vibrato in the in his throat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is I don't know. I'm sure that he's had a lot of vocal training. But I don't know how how much the vocal coaches would say. You know, you should, probably shouldn't vocal or uh, use vibrato in your throat. But it it's just it's his. Yeah, it's so unique for him. I love that. I've noticed in doing my YouTube searches that there's uh, there's at least one woman that's a vocal coach that goes and listens to. There's there's two like reaction video people. I kind of like stop and watch every now and again. One is this one guy that's like never listen to like primus before and then he'll play primus and he'll be like oh shit and then he's never heard rage against the machine before and he really like you you kind of see him like very genuinely get into it yeah um and it's really fun to watch and i've noticed and i haven't watched her videos yet but i she keeps popping up it's like she's watching <laughs> um pearl jam for the first time and like i think my my gut is that she's going to analyze his technique and stuff like that and it would be interesting to see her do a jimmy Eat world video um yeah, yeah, and it's you know they have much better ears, so they could. I know this is kind of um this is a, a rough, a very rough extraction, but they have the ears, and I love watching when they, the vocal coaches they'll walk back over to their piano and then they'll play. Oh, this is the A, right? The A five that he's singing, and then you put a C on top of that, yeah. and this is what it sounds like, and it's yeah. just it's it's exactly what they have in the recording. Um, so this is let me play it one last time. So this is my favorite harmony uh, from Splash Turn Twist. It's the last one. So I tried to recreate this. Oh, Let's see if I can bring this up. Um, uh, don't use that one. Let me see. Don't use. All right. Let me see. I tried to recreate this. Now, 
I tried also to re-record this tonight, and maybe it was because I had tea last night, but <laughs> <laughs> my voice was handled was handling this much better. Um, and the reason why I wanted to record re-record it was because I sang this out in just one long line, and it did doesn't sound exactly like this anyway. Oh, I see. In one take, you recorded every part, and then you stacked them. Yeah, but he goes, um, "Don't." Leave me in the trivia. I went, don't leave me in the trivia as one long line. It's subtle, but I wanted to try and re-record it. Didn't get a chance to do it. Uh-huh. Here's here's what I think the initial melody sounds like. And let me know if you can hear this. But Don't leave me in the trivia. Sounds good. Okay. That's the initial melody. Yes. So it's got that little walk down. And then this final one. That I uh-huh. tried to do. I had to stagger these. So there's the the there's the falsetto that's sitting there the whole time, but then there's the last harmonizing part that comes in in the last half of this. That I think that's what that's when everything's built up. They've got the four parts in there, and that's when you hear him do his little vocal of a brado thing. So here's with all four parts together. Don't leave me in the trivia. Dude, it's a little messy, D- but whatever, you can, you can, dude. You can <laughs> <It> hear <sounds laughs> awesome. You can hear how it walks in, how they step in with all the different parts. Um, I'm assuming that's what he's doing. I'm I'm trying to listen to this this example and build off of that. But here's one last time of it. Don't leave me in the trivia. Oh, it's so choral. Yeah, which takes me back to my chorus days. I wonder. You know what? I wonder <laughs> if that's like him. Because they hadn't really done this is their first real pop record, right? right? And I wonder if he in his brain, coming from a punk emo background, is like referencing bad religion. Because bad religion's harmonies are so tight and complex. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that if you think about it, a punk band going pop and needing to do something with that much harmony your reference point is bad religion. Like, what else are you going to reference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I get it. I can't, I still can't figure out bad religion harmonies. Like, every time I sing Sorrow, I always sing the low part. I love singing the different harmonies. I don't, I try to stay away from the melodies, especially when there's Well, that's what everyone harmonies. else would sing. But, you want to be the guy that comes in and, and, and is able to do the, the either the upper or the lower yeah. harmony. So when yeah. you're playing, it doesn't sound like two guys singing the same uh, the same line. Yeah, totally. Like, I feel like I show up in Susie's stories all the time if there's music in the background, singing the harmonies of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was tight. I'm so glad you did that. Yeah, I, well, I'm glad I was able to find... I guess someone else had that same idea, and that was uploaded. I think the guy... Um, I don't have it up anymore, but that guy that um, that had uploaded it did it in March, I think. Uh-huh. Early March, so wow. earlier this month, they had the same idea, and uh, they're from Arizona. It says on the right mm. side they're from Arizona. What's, so the, they what's must, their name? Uh, go back to Bandcamp. It was them. It was, who was it? It was, oh, oh yeah, it was March Burner. 7th. Yeah, yeah, Mar- oh, Armac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so March 7th, yeah, on the right side it says Armac Burner, Arizona. So I imagine right, that right, they right, are, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably on the the subreddit. Probably Armac hit but us up. They had the right idea. J-E-Pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to, and wrap up the lyrics. I I just noticed this now. Over the threshold, she gets her wish. Right maybe, at the end. Right. Maybe she that's when. Maybe she ends up getting married, 
Yeah, you're mm. right. And then she gets her wish. She got her her marriage, and then he's just so kind of pissed about the whole thing, man. He put all these hours in <laughs> earlier yeah. in their life, yeah. and then she's done. She's like, you know what? I will get married to yeah. somebody else. Yeah. I mean, especially here at the end, it's very like, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's better comparisons I can make, but it reminds me of Taking Back Sunday because it's very dual vocally. Because um, I do think, uh, I wonder... I just sent you a link to the demo, which oh, sounds yeah. very similar to the original track. Like I put these all in a playlist and I just I, I just zoned out and couldn't. Tell oh, is this on our drive difference? It is. Yeah. Oh, this is the one that I downloaded. And that so what you heard was actually the demo. That's why our sounded a little different. So our Mac, our Mac probably ripped the original and then correct. OK, well, so the actually no, sorry, the one on our drive is the release version. However, okay, the Discord I was given a new drive that I've added to our drive, and this is Ooh. the demo version of that song. So it just oh, depends okay. on which version you downloaded. Okay, this one looks familiar because this one says twelve splash turn twist. Here we go. Oh yeah, this is definitely a demo quality. You can hear it in the snare and in the reverb. Love the guitar parts. We Man. didn't talk about that yet. Oh, I know. That okay. So that one is definitely not the version that I had downloaded. Uh, you can tell with the vocals that it's a demo. Right. It's very dry. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, musically, uh, underneath it, it's it's got um, that's some pretty good sound that they have there. That sounds very tightened up. Yeah. Yeah. I think the snare sound sounds a little weird, but other than that, it's. Sounds like the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I going to say about it? Oh, I was going to say maybe jump to the end and see uh, see that dueling vocal part. All right, here like we go. Maybe so play the gonna... last 15 seconds or so. Here we go. The last 15. So yeah, over and out is still under there. It's just when it's written out, it just says over the threshold, she gets her wish. Um, yeah. But still an interesting thought. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that would be the uh, the cap on it. But since you've uh, spoiled that, maybe it's, it's just a oh, regular sorry. song. Sorry, it's the mate. fifth. It's the, fi- it's the fifth uh, chorus. Might as well just do it a fifth time, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, you know what? I did have this linked. You had mentioned it very briefly that this was on the Wedding Crasher soundtrack. I could not help but think of this scene, man. I'm sorry. Oh, play, please. All right, here it is. Look at her. Hey, Mom, we get some right meatloaf. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? <laughs> I knew you'd come. Hey, Mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> we want it now. The meatloaf. Ma, the meatloaf. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Dude, 
dude. Oh, man. I remember oh. seeing that in the theater. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> what I a wild believe. time, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, since we're on that then, I'll read about Splash and Twist and why I know uh, that it doesn't appear in the movie. Um, uh, Jake T. O'Donnell, uh, our oh. music writer who did our the top 100 songs, this is rated at number 91 on his list. Um, and he credits it to the Salt, Sweat, Sugar single in 2001. Um, and he says, I always felt bad for Splash Turn Twist. And he writes it out, Splash, comma, Turn, comma, Twist. Um, that it didn't actually appear on the proper Bleed American album because it was probably good enough to be there. It's not great. Driving Groove was Zach hitting the hi-hats and cymbals at just the right times. Those fun melodic guitar bits galore and Oz in the breakdown. There's room for Jim's usual invet invective here too what Ooh, what is that word it's a new word is Hold that a on. word look up invective invective insulting abusive or highly critical language i have a feeling this is a typo <laughs> <laughs> um uh so much for see you around oh well no he says there's room for jim's usual invective here too so much for see you around he sings so i guess they're the jt o'donnell over here with a 15 dollar word dang yeah man. shit um, Splash Turn Twist is an overall <laughs> solid Ju- uh, Jimmy World song from probably their best era. Also, this one showed up a few years later on the Wedding Crashers soundtrack, although I can confirm it isn't actually in the movie because one of the times I paid to see it in the theater that summer was solely to see if it was there. I was disappointed, oh, but fuck is this Vince Vaughn funny in that movie. You motorboat and <laughs> son of a bitch. I remember <laughs> thinking it was a funny movie. And yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. Meatloaf and I... Uh, I vaguely remember like a montage with women falling on a bed. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And then At different angles. Uh, didn't didn't uh, somebody's mom was coming on to Vince Vaughn? Oh, and didn't they go to some house for like Thanksgiving and the family's like playing football in the backyard? Oh yeah, yeah, hot route. Yeah, so like I don't know why, but I really like this is so white of me. Fuck. Um, like I always wanted that, like where you go to like somebody's house at Thanksgiving and then you go play football in the backyard. I don't even play football. <laughs> and for some reason I really want that. Um, so anyway. And would um, you wear top siders and a nice vest? I don't know. Would you, would you just go the full, yeah, the full yeah. Monty? You got to wear a collared shirt under a, a, a vest or a cardigan of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go all in, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of fun, especially if the weather's nice. Someone's yeah. making lemonade or tea I over the there. It's always nice on Thanksgiving. However, I am. Uh, what do you? What's your? Do you have Thanksgiving traditions? Um, nothing really. We, now that we we have uh, two families, we'll just swap back and forth. Sure. So yeah. we, we didn't really have anything big. Um, I raise hell if somebody. I raise hell for two reasons: if somebody doesn't put on the Twilight Zone marathon, or if there is no Twilight Zone marathon to be put on. I. And pretty much uh, useless because I'm so angry all day. And has has there ever not been? There was not this past year. They oh, they uh, Friends has become the new marathon show, and oh, it's boy. fine. Like okay, but come on, the Twilight Zone is the Thanksgiving marathon show. Sometimes it goes back and forth between like KTLA, um, KCAL nine, and Sci Fi Channel. Like it's usually on one of those channels. This past uh-huh. year, it wasn't on either, on any. So I just brought it up on Netflix. But it's not fun because the fun part is everyone's watching at the same time. And you text your buddy like, oh, are you wh- you know, are you know, watching an episode? I guess now the fun part is, oh, which episode are you watching right now? But it's fun to like, right. oh, I've never oh, seen yeah, that one. It, yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. I did watch them. Um, I did watch them a long time ago. When I mean, I'm talking years ago when I still had cable. Yeah, <laughs> access to cable at least. Yeah, you know now it's a little bit more difficult since we've uh, we've cut the cord and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just so disconnected with what is what what is on. But that is a def a definite classic. Yes. Uh. So what else yet? Okay, um, I did want to look at what the community had to say about this. Yes, please. And oh, I should uh, mention I, this song was never played live at li- at least as far as I can tell on Satellite FM. Yeah, yeah. Period. Period. This um, Bayer fifty two a year ago had asked, "What's your f- uh, your favorite your five favorite B sides?" And they mentioned, "I'll, I'll tell Bayer's fifty barrier 52s here's my top five open bar reception roller queen shame when i want and then be sensible um i don't i'm sorry man i don't know if i agree with this but i see for me this is heaven is the top is the top um comment with 20 points and no sense no sensitivity no sensitivity no sensitivity no sensitivity jen crossed out no sensitivity which is (laughs) i thought that was kind of funny yeah so wait, why um, is for me this is heaven a top B side? Oh no, I'm sorry. For me, this is heaven is the user account that had ah, uh, I see, said I see, no I see. sensitivity is their their five favorite B sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, and it, <laughs> yeah, and that it seems that Splash Turn Twist shows up um, four different times in this list, but of those, it shows up twice alongside no sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So and those came out in the same. Did those come out on the same uh, deluxe edition? Uh, which other songs are you? No, no sensitivity. No sensitivity. Yeah, so We're, that's what shows up as song number two on side C of the okay. vinyl. So it's track thirteen of thirty-two or whatever, thirty-four, um, thirty-two. Uh, so it does show up right there. It was on the middle single from Germany, but um, mm-hmm. for some reason, I thought that when we get to that track, oh, we'll mention it. But I thought it had come out before Bleed American Era. Uh-huh. I thought it was a Clarity Era track. If not sooner, like a, I thought it was a singles era track when they were just doing like splits and stuff. But I don't know. Could be. Well, I'm going to have to give it another listen because I haven't heard that song in a long time and it's not ringing any bells. Sure. Yeah. But it seems to be well loved. Oh, by, uh, such by a community. jam. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, so yeah. Chorus FM. Somebody mentions Splasher and Twist as well. So Sock Lord on September 24th, 2019 says this band has some unbelievably great B-sides for practically every album. You could make an album out of them and it would be so good. And Sophos 34 <laughs> on September 24th, 2019 says I have three words for y'all. Splash, turn, twist. <laughs> People love this song. Yeah. Um, that is funny. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Uh, uh, community wise, I got stuff too. Um, you know, in that last post, uh, Snake Oil Twenty Seven makes an appearance. Oh hell yeah! W- liking uh, No Sensitivity and Splash Turn Twist, by the way. And then eleven months ago, Luker BL, which we've uh, we've mentioned before. Oh yeah, uh huh, yeah, I got that favorite non album tracks. Mm-hmm. I really like No Sensitivity, especially the acoustic version and Splash Turn Twist. Yep. And uh, the top comment on this thread is Snake Oil 27. Oh. Be Sensible is my f- personal favorite, and it makes me wonder how it didn't make the album. Mm-hmm. And that was for Chase This Light. Right. Okay. I think that uh, it's kind of a dirge, that song, I think. Yeah. Um, I have to get back to it. Uh, yeah, I it's did... tough, man. I, these, I, the, I, can't, I can't visualize or hear them in my head. Yeah. 
Um, uh, be sensible. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I listened to it recently, and I remember being kind of like, I, I remember it being a slow song. Um, but we'll revisit. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got we've got that track lined yeah. up anyway. Um, that was all I had for the community. It was I didn't in two have survivors. Um, on Reddit. Uh, so the first survivor was it was like a bleed American survivor where they included the B side. So oh yeah, it, yeah. It placed sixteenth uh, with only four votes, uh, and then it got voted off the island at number sixteen. And then in twenty eighteen, Pebble Swift ran the bleed American survivor, and it made it to round four. Uh, Splash turn twist, and I believe this was like a uh, B sides. Like he like separated out the B sides from yeah B side it. He separated out the B-sides from the album tracks. So it made it uh, round four of s- seven because no sensitivity one. Uh, well, well, it's one of the top comments on, on the thread there. Uh, so long B-sides. Uh, I think I looked at that. I don't know which one of the two survivors it was. Um, maybe that's why he split the B-sides up. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and then it showed up here. Songs Jimmy World has not played live. Um, uh, walking on a wire says on Reddit, and it's uh, this is like a, I think you can find this as like a a sidebar link, uh, mm-hmm. um, along with like other sidebar link content, but uh, it's a, one of the, I mean, there's a lot of songs they've never played live, uh, according to this, um, and it's on it, it's confirmed on there. So at, the, at this, wow, that is a, well, I mean, you think about all of their um. A lot of this stuff, half right. Um, where are we? Aeneas. Um, yeah, there's a lot on here. I guess Firestarter, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't really expect them. I don't know. I wouldn't expect them to play a lot of those. Precision. I remember auto. they played Disintegration at a show once, and I was like over the moon. <laughs> I was so yeah. excited. I think it was at the Paramore tour in the Ventura stop that they mm-hmm. played Disintegration. I have to remember when we do that song. I'll, I'll pull it up. I think I may have taken video of it. Um, but uh, and then the last thing was Nez four seventy seven uh on Reddit. My plea to Jimmy Eat World on their upcoming tour uh goes on and on to say please vary up the set list and all that stuff. And said this uh-huh. subreddit and Jimmy Eat World fans everywhere would be able to say wow they played Splash Turn Twist at my show and then they could compare unique experiences. <laughs> Which I mean I agree, but like I feel like bands of their uh pedigree are very like I, and I think Jimmy Eat World is better than most bands um at 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 balancing fandom versus casual listeners but uh like i saw good charlotte at a show i'd never seen good charlotte and i had a blast the entire time and i did not once think like oh do good charlotte fans like lament their setless choices or not because they <laughs> played a ton of hits that i knew that i wanted to hear and as like a jimmy world fan or a blink fan or whatever uh, I guess there are uh, no more as a Blink fan. There are times I want to hear like more deep cuts and I, you know, I could do without hearing first date again or miss you again. Um, but, uh, but I get it. And I, and so it is exciting for me when Blinks changes up their set list. Cause I know it so well. Um, but Jimmy world, I never feel like their set lists are stale. Um, right. I'm now I excited I, to hear what they're going to come out with. I want to say this was a Jimmy Eat World show very, very early in my listening uh, career with them, right? Um, and I want to say it was some kind of 
some kind of anniversary show, not an anniversary show, but it was a big show. Uh, and they started the show off with really deep cuts, or it might have been in the mm, middle of this of the cool. set. That which was cool, but I was I felt so put out. Like I I didn't know I knew all of their their top hits. I knew that you know the songs that people oh, showed you felt me. ostracized. Yeah, exactly. But oh. everyone in the front was just getting down and singing it all out. <laughs> and now now I'm there, but I can I can see it from both sides. Um, it, maybe it wasn't a Jimmy at World show, but the the same the same um, argument applies. Is maybe that's why they don't want to. Yeah, like you said, ostracize. Um, you know, they do have a, a great de- dependable fan base, but they don't want us to set anyone apart and then just you know play the good music that they know um, that the whole audience will at least enjoy. Yeah. In its entirety. But yeah, I did feel that one time I just felt kind of weird looking at everyone else singing stuff. <laughs> you vividly remember like having this yeah. moment of, uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. then the last thing I have, I started scouring their Twitter feed, excuse me, for content. So now I'll usually search the song title throughout their entire tweet history. And I came up with this little bit. Unfortunately, whoever post posed the question or comment or something has either deleted their account or these tweets. So it's kind of a bummer. But uh, yeah. Jimmy Eat World says on July 24th, 2018, there was only one song left over, I think, which was Splash, Turn, and Twist, which they say Splash, Turn, and Twist. No commas, oh, no parentheses. <laughs> um, and so that has two retweets and 52 likes. Then there's a comment. It says this account owner limits who can view their tweets. Aha. Uh-huh. I should actually, oh, I should request this person. And then I'll do housekeeping if they, if they uh, approve me. Because Jimmy Eat World's response is not aware of this. And then uh, somebody named Nuck RBCFH says, this is a great question. Uh, and then somebody else, Colby Eat World says, oh, no, this is sort of heartbreaking. <laughs> you have to listen to it. So now I need to know what this pr- count owner who limits their view, who can view their tweets is saying. How do- <laughs> I can't even tell who it is. <sighs> okay. Oh, man, that's bummer. Somebody... Uh, I'm going to tweet this. Who can find... I'm going to tweet this. Who can find what this original comment was? Because I want to know what the question was. This is a great question and what Jimmy World is not aware of. Anyway, uh, somebody else, the Sound uh, sound and Fury... Sound and the Fury pod? What is this? Do I know Sound and the Fury? Pose- professional educator, musician, composer, amateur musicologist on a constant search for good music. Opinions entirely my own. Are they still active? Mm, two hours ago, they talked. Okay, so they said Splash Turn Twist is on my vinyl copy, and it's one of the highlights of the album. It's hard listening on Spotify without it. And then here's another tweet is unavailable. And then somebody, Jason E-A-I-T? E-E-A-Yalt? Easily the best song from that album. So the biggest question mark is what this account owner who limits can't view their tweets. I'm annoyed by this. I can tell. <laughs> anyway. The um <laughs> where were we? Oh yeah, you were just going through the the community. So you're you're going I, that's my it. last community thing before oh, we gotcha. get to covers, which I couldn't find any, so I'm really interested yeah. in what you pull up. So <laughs> I have one. Do you want me just to go to the page real quick? Um it's it's not an actual cover. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's sure. The, one of the few instances where this <laughs> this track shows up on YouTube. Um, in something that is not um, that is not centered around music. This is 
Uh, let me go back and pause this first. This is Dwayne Wade. D Wade. Oh my God, uh, I came up with this. I did find this. This was so great. Why didn't I save this link? Oh, I'm so glad you pulled it up. Yeah. And oh my God, the comments are so there are. brutal. <laughs> I know. Then there, there's the six comments. comments. Are so fucking there's brutal. There's two songs. I'm going to go ahead and play it in the meantime. Unfortunately, 11 up, up votes, three down votes. And it must be because of, I'm assuming it's the music choice. They start off strong. Let's see. <laughs> T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Blast. <laughs> Going to Jimmy Eat World. Not the best quality either. No, it's like, oh, but it was released like what? Like 40 years ago. <laughs> like this video? <laughs> yes. It's 2006. Uh, but the comments. Uh, the, the, the thank you, Jimmy Nguyen. Uh, never thought I'd see the day Jimmy Eat World was on a b-ball mix. <laughs> uh, and then I, you know, I don't watch a lot of basketball, but this was um, PG Mont. Turn that down a little bit. PG Mont says uh, 17 seconds traveling, 26 seconds traveling, 53 seconds traveling. Um, <laughs> So this is Dwayne Wade splash turn and twist and traveling if you don't live in the U.S. Uh, besides the music is dope, and then the last comment I'm gonna downvote you. Good video, terrible music. <laughs> uh, and I have to say the the other song, which I imagine this uh, I don't know if they're gonna shoehorn this one in there. I didn't listen that long, but it is Audio X uh, by Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah. Let me jump ahead. Still going. This other song must be short. Right? Yeah. Maybe that was the sample from the beginning? Maybe. Yeah, I think that was it. That must, must have, have been, been the, beginning. the beginning. So yeah. I made a playlist, and I just never wrote down any of the links. So that's why. I did save some videos, and I actually sent you a couple more. Here we go. Okay, all this. right. Uh, the first one is just like that, a compilation, but it's like a visual compilation of just Johnny Depp in movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, I, I see the, I see the Max Res Default of Edward Scissorhands. So you've yeah. got this queued up, right? Yeah, Gilbert Grape, yeah. And I'm on board until they cut to the Gilbert Grape clip where he starts with the lip flap. And as somebody who edits, oh. like, movie stuff a lot, you just stay away from that. Just do, like, cool, like, um, you know, uh, him turning around and looking moody and stuff like that. Um, it just, stick, stay away from the lip flap. You can't hear him talking. Why would you? That's not even a great shot. He's squinting and looking up at the water tower. <laughs> this is So they actually named it Splash Turn Twist, huh? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, and let's see, uh, nothing great in the comments. Just yet again, no. another beautiful video. And then there's this really weird unsettling uh, uh, thing. I did write, I, I saved two lyric videos, but I think the one I sent you is the really weird one, where it's just a computer voice reading the lyrics. Oh, sick. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to, let's see what this one's like. Yes, please. 
right, and this you is have the YouTube account, GLT Spoken Lyrics. Jimmy Eat World, Splash, Turn, Twist, Lyrics. With a turn and a twist, she gets her wish. Just a smile makes her who this she wants. This is so weird. It's the smoke from the spark when the sulfur hits it turns into an inspiration. With a splash and a twist, we'll both I don't get know, man. pissed I'd buy and this leave after we hear our songs. Oh, yeah. This is very avant-garde. It's the smoke from the spark when the sulfur hits. She'll just line. remember she felt... That's so I love deep. a whole album of just computer voice. Siri? Is Siri? It's not even Siri. Or it's old <laughs> it's not Siri. not Siri, no. <laughs> it's, maybe it's old Siri, but um, of just reading Jimmy World lyrics for an entire album. <laughs> yeah, I could... if if he, um, going into a a small cafe, just having this play on in the background, you know. <laughs> it's the smoke from the spark when the sulfur hits. Yeah, she'll she just remember something. she felt something. <laughs> clap, 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 or snap, 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 no, it's snap, 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 snap. <laughs> uh, that is so, yeah, so I weird. Forgot. I had I had things as well, and I forgot about them. And the GLT spoken lyrics has four hundred and eighty three subscribers. Oh hell yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything good in this one, but this is just another one. Like these lyric YouTubes are so weird. I don't think this is that strange, but I feel like maybe I saw a bunch of incorrect lyrics or something. I remember there being something weird about this video in particular. All right, let's see. This is Splash Turn Twist. Oh, maybe it was this. Oh, yeah. It's not the song. They just have some like bed music under it. (laughs) And then just the text. And okay, okay. So we've got a visualization of with a turn and a twist, she gets her wish just to smile and make her So we're not even time. starting. We're not starting off on the right lyrics anyway. <laughs> right? Yes. And then below, it, below in the description, it says lyrics, Jimmy World, splash turn, twist, lyrics, Jimmy World, Polaris. And then they have Polaris's lyrics. I'll say it straight and plain. I know what I've made hell? mistakes. What is this? <laughs> But and how do they now, have 1.87 thousand subscribers? Now play the. Can you play two videos at once? Play the robot talking over this music. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Here we go. So much for seeing you around. So much for seeing it all. Don't leave me in the trivia. Give it a name, and that's how it stays. Over the threshold. Oh my god, Over it's and working. Out. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh man, we gotta hook up these two accounts. <laughs> and that's it. Lenora Avens and yeah. GLT Spoken Lyrics. Yeah, this is totally bed music, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. License-free background music. And then it cuts back to Splash Turn Twist, the title. There's so many different things going on in this. I have no idea. Yeah, it's on old-timey, like, silent movie card. Yeah. Here we go. I might as well play it for the last seven seconds. I mean, yeah. Is um, it going to be an abrupt cut? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It almost sounded like like somebody covering the uh, UK office theme song in, like, a dumb way. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, trying to be all cheeky about it. Yeah. Um See, so we, I'm intrigued. I want to know what what did what other stuff does she have? Oh gosh. <laughs> is it always this music? Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. It's all this person's videos are. That's so strange. There's probably some kind of you and you and I have both been um activated. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. Anyway, man, you find some strange stuff online. That, yeah, that was it. There was no other covers. I'm glad you found those oddities. That was, yeah, man. That was welcome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, no more. Uh, I, I don't have any other thoughts on this song. I sort of, I, I sort of gave them. They're pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Um, the- <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I don't skip it when it comes on. If they played it live, that'd be cool. Um, Me neither. But, I, you know, it's. There's a zillion other tracks that are good, too. <laughs> right. I would definitely say this is one of my higher rated B-sides. It, sure. um, it's one that I have favorited, uh, you know, mm. to where I want this oh, on you a playlist. It in your iTunes oh, library? yeah, I've hearted that, baby. <laughs> and uh, it, mainly because it's it's got that buildup and that harmony. I love harmonies. And it, they don't oversaturate it with them. Uh, it's it's just enough when you need it, and they build on them. Very well done, but yeah, it's a it's a good song, even though it's got a a, a crap ton of uh, chorus repeats. Yeah, but you know, if it, if it didn't have those, it'd be a, a minute and a half. So, ah, uh, this is a definite uh, uh, love. This track, me too. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know. Let's see. Oh, we got a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, Zach. I didn't mention Zach. Oh, we didn't mention anything about um the concerts or or his drum session so he tried to save it and got an error but then i noticed it's still in his stories right now so well, uh, how did he try and save the video uh I, I don't know what his process was he sent a screenshot to somebody on twitter i think that that said uh-huh. this video something went wrong or something it was just a black screen with a big red bar but um <laughs> yeah i'd say that's wrong but then i was like i was just like on instagram clicking through the stories and it showed up so it must be working um so at this well, point unless he it goes away that's the thing is like yeah if uh unless he saves it now by the time this episode comes out everyone will have missed it already <laughs> so yeah uh but yeah drum lesson thing and then did you watch jim's Crescent Ballroom uh, performance. I did. So I, I put it on. Um, I put it on Alexa when we were uh, were eating dinner, and Lindsay goes, "What is this?" I oh, said, you listen oh, to it just... audio only. I guess that's well, it. No, He's just standing it, we there. Have, but... We have an Echo Show too. Oh. Uh-huh. So we had it on in the corner. Uh, we weren't watching it because we tried to, you know, be with each other at dinner time. But I, <laughs> I thought it was cool to have a video going on in the yeah. corner. So uh, Lindsay goes, "What is this?" And I said, "Oh, it's it's just Jim doing a solo show." Um, at the Crescent Ballroom, and and talking in between these songs, and and you know, kind of just making making comments, and you can hear uh, toward the beginning was it after the first or second song that he goes, hey, Zach, how am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> and Zach's just too far off mic, unfortunately. But yeah, I love how tech. I love how tech Zach is. Like he's like he's not afraid to like figure shit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he asked the right questions too. I mean, he yeah. asked about when they were streaming for their. Uh, the sessions that they did in their jam space or their practice space. Yeah. You know, what's the best? What's the best uh, platform that you guys or what's the recommended platform for? Yeah, they still you, did he it has on his Facebook. DSLR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's got the equipment. He has a lighting yeah. set up. You saw that light up in the top left that he had. Yeah. To get Jim's. He's got the three point lighting going on. He's very much. Yeah, he's very tech. Yeah. Very creative. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Him and his wife seem like good people. Yes. Um. And then, yeah, so there was the Rehearsal Space concert, and then there was the Crescent Ballroom show, and then this Friday, when this episode comes out, uh, if you're listening to this that morning, today at some point, there will be another one, maybe from Crescent Ballroom. Who knows? Um, Who knows? Uh, 
or if you're listening to it, you just missed the third one <laughs> later. Yeah. If you're listening to this yeah, episode I later, it'll be a different place because he did say he wanted to highlight um, different locations that have. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Oh, he should go to Casey Casey Moore. Yes, that would be yeah. tight. Um, so yeah, uh, Nash. That's that on a Friday night. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, is there anything else? Uh, no, I've got nothing else, David. Yeah. Well, I, I guess uh, while everybody is, you know, staying indoors, um, uh, if you're having a FaceTime happy hour with your friends or whatever, just be sure to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! Hey. Matthew Rendell as I live and breathe. David Park. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, this is so surreal. I'm so glad <laughs> we got to have this work out. I know, right? How are you, I've Dad? I'm looking forward to it. How's being I'm a dad? It's so good, especially because she's asleep at the moment. And <laughs> oh, my God, that's <laughs> but, the best. <laughs> yes. She's actually like a super good sleeper. That's so good. Yeah, we... Uh, really good. Wes was that way the... Uh, uh, and I kept telling my wife, I'm like, are you sure you want to risk this because we're gonna have to do this again and uh, keaton was a nightmare for the first two months and now he's a really good sleeper that's good yeah and actually he was a good sleeper it was just the moment his eyes were awake it was like oh you fucking people again and then he'd just (laughs) he'd just be crying the entire time yeah she has her moments don't worry where she's like that but um she's mostly sleeping through the night and stuff now which is pretty cool so oh we're pretty lucky. <laughs> Very happy for you guys, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we could just get into it. We recorded the episode. It's delightfully unhinged and, uh, and <laughs> awesome. strange. Um, cool. Have you listened to the show at all? I have. I've listened to bits and pieces and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So I will, uh, I'll get into it, and then uh, a lot of it will mostly be conversation, and maybe we'll touch on the song. Uh, you you, you okay, know the cool. deal. Uh, okay, everybody, um, because we were doing the song Splash Turn Twist, uh, I remember talking to our guest as uh, as a potential guest. I said, okay, I got to have him on an episode. And I think just for some reason, I was like, Splash Turn Twist, because the water in Australia turns backwards, according to The Simpsons. So everybody, welcome to the show, Maddie Rendell from Wodonga, Australia. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. No worries, man. Uh, everybody's favorite Australian, I think. Um, oh, thank you. There's so many of us. <laughs> yeah. At least from Wodonga, I think. Right, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Maddie, obviously most people probably know you from Blink-155 if they know you at all. Um, yeah, if, and, they, if they do. Yeah. Uh, and outside of that, I'd love to know more about your relationship with the band Jimmy Eat World. You were supposed to be seeing them, what, this week, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't this week. It was um, the 20th of March I was supposed to see them. It was just um, sort of when the coronavirus thing really started to get serious and bands started canceling. Um, they were supposed to play Download Festival with uh, My Chemical Romance and Deftones and few other cool bands so it was going to be a good day and i was super excited to see my chemical romance to be honest but i have seen jimmy eight world many times and was excited to see them too um but yeah my cam cancelled and then download cancelled not long after so it was a bit sad but it's the world we live in at the moment so. so had you ever seen my chemical romance before 
Um, yeah, I've seen them, I think, once. They played the Big Day Out, um, the Black Parade era. I oh, saw them just okay, after cool. Black Parade was released. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw them one time uh, only that I remember, and that was with Blink. So I think that was like Danger Days or something. Uh, yeah. Honda Civic Tour. It was bizarre because it was at the Hollywood Bowl, which is a pretty like storied venue. Yeah. <laughs> and, like Blink yeah. 182 and Matt and Kim and Mike Kim <laughs> are playing. <laughs> oh, that's a cool lineup. It was a really good lineup. And uh, uh, yeah. James, I don't know how to say his last name, Dewey's uh, from Reggie and the Full Effect was playing keys with Mike. Okay. So I, I was most excited to see him on stage with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, they were really good. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah. I'm now I'm interested. You said you've seen Jimmy Eat World many times before. Not many bands get well, to Australia that often. So well, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said many, but I've oh, seen okay. them. I think I've seen them four times. Okay. I mean, so that's, that's, that's pretty good for someone who lives on the other side of the world. Right. But. Um, two of those were in the UK though. Um, oh. I saw them at like I saw them at Glastonbury Festival, I think, and at Tea in the Park Festival, like two weeks after. I did both festivals. And did you just happen to be in there, the UK, so. or was that your plan to go up and? Um, yeah, that was my plan for that trip. I did live there for a bit with my partner Beck. We lived there um, in Edinburgh for a while, but that was after I went to Glastonbury and stuff. So. Yeah, that was but, like your introduction. You said, you know, we should come back here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a good time. Oh, man. But yeah, Jimmy Eight World just happened to be playing at both those festivals I was going to anyway. So, yeah. Nice. Do you have like a favorite era or album or track? Um, well, I, I love 23. That When I was younger, that song was like, I think it, I think most people would love 23, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like just one of their classics um but yeah i i suppose bleed american was my album that's the one that i really know every song on it word for word yeah and it's stuff like ridiculous like when you put that on and every song is yeah exactly incredible <laughs> it's not yeah. fair like <laughs> that's right but um yeah i've got like a few of their albums on cd like more than bleed american but that's the one that really got me into yeah. them so have you yeah, heard I've, surviving I have. I've listened to it a couple of times. I haven't listened to it lots, but I love um, 555. That's on a playlist that I'm listening to a lot at yeah. the moment. So that song's so good. It's so did different for them, but I love it. He recently did, like, a, like, everyone's doing these at-home concerts for the coronavirus thing, and yeah, uh, yeah. they're doing one every Friday now, and that first show he did from their practice space he played an acoustic version of 555 and it was like oh yeah so rad and he even said like i think i wrote it on the acoustic guitar and i've never actually played it like that since <laughs> yeah no i'll have to try and find that because yeah i really like that song and what's that other song the other new song from surviving it's got a all the way solo on it. Yeah. yeah 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 i love the sax solo coming back so good it's a good thing i think it's in a lot of like um uh, I don't know what to call it. Like uh, a buddy of mine called it Outrun type stuff. I went and saw this band called The Midnight. Are you familiar with them? No, I don't know them. Oh, they're, it's like basically like 80s retro wave, like video game music almost. They're incredible. Oh, yeah. And I only know them from one album that they released that doesn't have a lot of sax on it. But when I went and saw them live, they had the sax player that completely owned the show. Like, I don't even think this guy's in the band. And yeah. he's like running through the crowd playing saxophone and all this stuff and like completely stole the show and was so great. That's um, so good. Yeah. It's like, um, have you heard of Alex Leahy? Have you heard of her? No. 
she's a Melbourne musician. She's like really good. Her new al- her latest album, I shouldn't say it's new, it's been around for like a year now, but um, Best of Luck Club, it's really good. And she plays a bit of sax on that. Nice. And I saw her play like about six months ago and she ripped out the sax solo in between like <laughs> guitar incredible. and singing and stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, this is so good. <laughs> I actually think Sam Sutherland loves that song as well because he he like told me about Alex Leahy how he liked her. Oh, I have to add her to a playlist. I was going to say, uh, (laughs) but yeah, she's so good, (laughs) so good. Um, Let's see, uh, uh, what else could I bring up? Well, I mean, I guess the big thing. So, Splash Turn Twist. Um, Yes. uh, Had you heard the song before I brought it up to you? It's a B side from Bleed American. (laughs) Yeah. No, I've never never heard it until recently till you suggested it um but yeah i like it yeah it's a good it fits in with the record right yeah it does definitely and uh my co-host justin said it's like one of his favorite b-sides like unreleased b-sides and it does seem to be like held in this high regard i i kind of fell like on the fence with it a little bit because i was like yeah it's it's a fun song but it does sound like something that's like not done yeah (laughs) yeah I can see why it didn't make the album, but I like it as a B-side, definitely. Yeah, I think it's a good B-side. And uh, I was listening to the Blink-155 exclusive, and they talked about, like, the the today with the free punk lyrics, and they talked about oh, comp yeah. songs, how, like, bands will throw a song at a comp that's, like, a throwaway song. This is, a, like, a total comp song. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and definitely say it on a comp. Yeah, exactly. Um, is there any other takeaways specifically from this song that that struck you? It's got a cool intro. The lyrics are anything specifically come out and grab you? Um, I'm trying to think because I haven't actually listened to it today. But how I dare listened you? To it in the car. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I listened to it in the car a few times um, on my way to work and stuff this week. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, I can't really think of anything that's. But I don't think that that's it, bad, yeah. and I but don't I, mean to. I put, like it though. Yeah, I don't mean to put you on the spot at all. I think that's exactly where the song lands for me. I put yeah. a playlist of like the demo and the released version and all this stuff, and I like the playlist would just stop, and I'll be like, "Oh, I, I feel like I just hit play on it. Like I don't even remember what happened." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs> I remember enjoying it while it was happening, but I couldn't really. Yeah, tell it's you incredibly much about inoffensive it. <laughs> and like. <laughs> yeah, it's just a nice little pop punk song that's just uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> It's nice for a drive. And then for Splash Turn Twist, because I was like, I don't know, I guess I'll have Maddie on for this episode because the water spins backwards, according to The Simpsons. Of course. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know. Like, does your well, toilet yeah. flush backwards? Like, I, I can could go Google it, but... it. I can go and flush it now and say if you want. Okay. Uh, I wonder. Okay. <laughs> let's take. How long will it take you to do that? Not long. Okay. I it'll take me about like. There. 15 seconds to get there, flush, and walk back, and I'll tell you if it turns clockwise or counterclockwise, and then we'll say one, okay, two, three, cool. go. All right, yeah, All right one, well, two, three. I'm just walking. There might be some, I'm walking past the laundry. There might oh, be you're some mobile. I'm not even mobile. I'm going to have to put my headphones oh, yeah, no, down I'm, and everything. Okay, you do it, and then I'll run and do mine. All right. Oh, I don't know. Do you have one of those, like, uh, industrial toilets that just like shoots the water straight down. Yeah, the water sort of comes from the top. Um, oh, I, I think it sort of spins right. What if uh, uh, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot? Uh, can you fill a sink with water 
while I Ooh. go flush Ooh. my toilet and then okay. pull your plug when I get back and we'll see. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, you start filling, I'll go flush and I'll come back with a counterclockwise <laughs> or clockwise. It's weird that okay. one of those things, right. I can't even guess which way my toilet turns. Uh, I'll go tell you right now. Hold on. Cool. Okay, I have a result. How's your sink filling going? Yeah, I have a result too. Okay, I am counterclockwise here in Los Angeles. Yeah, so that's left, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm left. It's going left, so that is also counterclockwise. Oh, the <laughs> fuck? God damn it, Conan O'Brien or whoever wrote that goddamn episode. <laughs> yeah, they lied to us. And I don't care if anybody's Googling it. it was true. Yeah, I don't care if somebody Googles it and calls our our hotline 484-JE-POD and tells us that we're wrong. We just did the scientific research. It's been done. Exactly. That's the only test you can do, and we just did it. And (laughs) they're the results. You take with it what you want. I think we've just made history. I think so. I don't know if if that's happened before. This has never happened, ever. Particularly on a podcast, like in a in an audio medium. Yeah, this is this is oral pleasure to say the least. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, man. Well, I, I, outside of this, are there any other takes that you have about the band Jimmy Eat World? Uh, I just I do have a real soft spot for Jimmy Eat World. I think they write really great lyrics that just hit you in all the right places, and yeah. I'll, I'll never forget, I saw them at Soundwave in Melbourne and Paramore were playing as well and Hayley Williams came out and sang Always Be and it was great. That's amazing. Yeah, I saw a tour here they did in the States with uh, Paramore and Jimmy Eat World and that was such a great show. I actually ended up seeing it twice. Once was a festival show and once was yep. like a stop in like, this won't mean much to you, but San Bernardino, which um, yep. that's like, if I'm in Los Angeles... It was, yeah, San Bernardino. I was, this is like, no, where was it? Somewhere even worse than that. But it was like two hours north of here. Um, yeah. Where's corn from? Wherever they're from, that's where it was. Bakersfield. Bakersfield. That's where How the show I was. That? I don't know why I know that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's only like 8,000 miles from you or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, Bakersfield is where I saw the show. And, yeah. Uh, and, that was it was cool because it was like such a weird venue. Like it wasn't it wasn't like a theater or anything. It was like a community center that but like huge. Like <laughs> they probably yeah. put on like sixth grade plays there normally. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. though. That's a, that's that would have been a good time. Yeah. And then I, I guess uh, we can wrap up with the Haley Williams portion here. When I saw them, I saw them play Integrity Blues at the Roxy, which is a very small venue. It's like a 500 capacity venue here oh, in yeah. Los Angeles. And uh, I always kind of glance up. I know where the VIP section is. It it's, it holds about three people. And I saw Haley Williams right. up there rocking out while Jimmy awesome. World was playing on the stage. And I, I pointed it out, her out to my buddy. I was like, look, Haley's up there. Um, That's so crazy to me because, like, you obviously live – I don't know exactly where you live, but I know you live in L.A., which is, like, so close to everything that's going on. Like, it's where everything is happening, I guess. 
And, like, for someone who lives in, like, fucking Wodonga on the other side of the world, not even in a city, really, it blows my mind that you're just like, oh, yeah, I went to this show and Hayley Williams was just there in the crowd. Because, <laughs> like, I get excited when I see, like, some musician from Melbourne that's at a local show here. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're more upset about it than anything. <laughs> Well, no, I'm happy about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like in shock because you never see people here. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, like, well, it blows no, my mind. That was pretty cool. Like, I did see Blink at the Roxy, and I didn't see anybody I recognized there. But it was so yeah. insanely crowded there. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know what, Maddie? I consider you here with me all the time. Oh, um, thank you, David. Yeah, and you're here in you're here in Wodonga with me. I can't wait. I told I told my wife. Uh, I think when we first started joking with Joel about iced coffee. And I was like, hey, oh, yeah. if you guys ever come out to L.A., I got a place to take you guys because they had they served Australian iced coffee. I'd, I'd never yep. seen it specified that way before. And <laughs> uh, and I told she was like, what are you doing on your phone? I was like, I, I'm talking to these guys from Australia. She's like, why? I was like through the Blink-155 people. And <laughs> it got to the point where I was like, I, I think if we ever went to Australia, like we'd have a place to stay. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. And uh, and absolutely, and, you would. and the feeling is mutual. If you ever want to come out to Sherman Oaks, California, no, <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I might well, just take you up on it one day. You never know. <laughs> hey, that would be awesome, man. And uh, uh, hopefully, once this whole coronavirus pandemic dies away, yeah, uh, and we can all travel again in the what seems like the distant, distant future, um, I'd love to host you out here, and we can. Wax poetic about Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, Maddie, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Um, no problem, man. It was fun. And I hope you have the good rest of your evening because it's, what, 6.15 p.m. tomorrow there, right? Yeah, and it's actually my birthday today as well. So what? You got me on my birthday. It's actually your birthday. That's amazing. It's actually my birthday. I'm, I'm, and it's actually my Thursday. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, when this comes out, it'll be actually your Saturday. Oh, well, there you go. Actually, so it'll be your uh, Friday. Yeah, it'll actually be 6 p.m. your Saturday. Wow, that's insane. Well, actually, I do I do subscribe, so I will say it, it'll pop up. Yeah, either way, happy birthday, Maddie Rendell. Thank and, you. Uh, and we really appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right, we'll end it there, and I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Cool. I'm going to send no this worries, off to man. Justin. He's going to tack it on to the end of the episode. Cool. No worries. Uh, yeah, all right, man. Fun. Well, thank your wife for uh, taking, uh, letting you take the moment. Although I guess the kid's asleep, so she can probably do whatever yeah, she wants she, now. Yeah, she too. did. She did start to cry there for a bit. I don't know if it would have picked up, but I yeah, didn't hear it. Oh, so I was going to ask. I did record you on my end, but if you have a clean version, I'll take it. Oh, uh, I didn't. I didn't record. Sorry. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't expect it. Didn't expect. I had. Yeah. I had it set up the other way just in case. Yeah, I did use a microphone, so hopefully it sounded okay. Yeah, you but... sounded great. Cool. Uh, awesome. All right, dude. Cool, well, man. Have a terrific rest of your evening, and uh, you you're subscribed. Too. Otherwise, I'll just send you a link. But <laughs> cool, man. Well, yeah, it'll. It, I usually get the notification or whatever. It'll pop up. So sweet yeah. as. Give it a listen for sure. All right, dude. Thanks so much. Have a great night. No worries, man. Have a good one. All right, bye. All right, see ya. And that's Maddie Rendell. Good night, everybody. <laughs>